As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Hi, this is Nick Nurse. Seven years ago, I led the Iowa Energy to the D-League Championship. Now I'm the head coach of the Toronto Raptors. Welcome to Sound Off. Hey, whatever happened to Keith Murphy? He's not still in Des Moines, is he? Still here. Still here. Okay. Live from WHO HD, it's Sound Off with Keith Murphy and John Sears. Featuring Andy Fails with What's Bugging Andy. Now, get ready to sound off. Nick Nurse is so nice, he had, he had trouble keeping trouble a straight making face. making fun of you. Making yeah, fun yeah. of me. He's just yeah. such a nice guy. Alongside John Sears, he's also a nice guy. I'm Keith Murphy. Welcome to Sound Off. I was feeling a little bit better about Nick Nurse's chances. Of bringing home that title? Yeah. It looked good at halftime. Won. Yeah, it, it did look good. Uh, 515-282-9010 to sound off. The hot topic? Well, you tell us. Maybe it's the dramatic come-from-behind win at the popular Principal Charity Classic on a beautiful day. Or maybe it's the Warriors irritating even more basketball fans by showing they're not going away easily. Golden State takes down Toronto in Game 2. Let's sound off. 515-282-9010. Major League Baseball will have netting foul pole to foul pole. It's a question of when. So here's a plea. Let's not wait until a foul ball kills a kid. Could have happened Wednesday night in Houston. Albert Almora Jr. ripped a 100 mile an hour line drive into the stands. Almora said he immediately saw a little girl go limp. He feared the worst. The four-year-old girl was conscious and taken to a hospital, but a shaken Almora could not get over it and he did nothing wrong. Almora wants netting all around. All players fear maiming a fan. A Bloomberg study showed more than 1,700 foul balls injure MLB fans every year. The sports science lab proved even glory days barstool baseball bros can't duck or stop a screaming line drive. The ball travels 150 feet per second. Seats are closer, players stronger, and yes, we're more distracted than ever. The death of a child will force change, but wouldn't the death of any fan of any age do that? No. 79-year-old Dodger fan Linda Goldblum died in August after a foul ball caused a brain hemorrhage. Some of you are learning this for the first time. The NHL did not require netting until a 2002 stray puck killed 13-year-old Brittany Cecil in Columbus. Now hockey fans don't even notice the nets. Why won't Major League Baseball quickly do the same? Money. Push back from season ticket holders in pricey seats. But you know where the most expensive seats are? Behind home plate. 
No one would sit back there without a net, but your eyes adjust and you forget. That's why on foul balls, fans flinch. Safety netting isn't baseball's problem. Pace of play boredom is. Raise and lower the nets like the NFL does. Find other ways to interact with players and get souvenirs to fans. That's all manageable PR. Not manageable? A dead child. No one else needs to die. If Major League Baseball ignores, someone will. Yeah, it will happen. All of the parks will have the netting all the way around pretty soon. I guarantee it. All right. All our lives, we've been told anything is possible. Saturday night brought out hope for any middle-aged man that sports the dad bod. We've all seen the dad bod. I'm a proud supporter of the dad bod. Many celebs sport the dad bod. It's a popular look looked down on by fitness gurus. Not a lot of muscle definition, a little extra something around the stomach area. Dad bods stick to chocolate shakes, not protein shakes. Saturday night was a big night for the dad bod, a big win. Andy Ruiz Jr., heavyweight fighter, pulled off one of the biggest upsets in boxing history while fully sporting dad bod. Ruiz is 6'2", 268 pounds. He eats a Snickers before every fight. Ruiz looks more like a guy you'd see pounding beers at the nearest nightclub wearing an unbuttoned, all-white, button-down shirt, two sizes too big, sunglasses on while grinding on the dance floor. His opponent, heavyweight champ, Anthony Joshua, 6'6", chiseled and sculpted like a fitness god. The weigh-in was almost comical. Two fighters standing next, next to each other with completely opposite physiques. Ruiz counted out from the jump, given zero chance. People laughed when he said he was going to win. Heck, Ruiz wasn't even supposed to fight Joshua. It's like the scene in Rocky where Apollo Creed is trying to find any replacement to fight him and then settles on Balboa. Ruiz was supposed to serve as a punching bag showcase for the star Joshua. The original opponent for Saturday's fight failed four drug tests. The second fighter in line turned down the fight, so they settled on Andy Ruiz, the Mexican Rocky. Seeing Ruiz and Joshua going toe-to-toe -to -toe in the ring reminded me of that SNL skit where Chris Farley and Patrick Swayze are having tryouts to become a Chippendale dancer. It just doesn't look right. But unlike Barney the Chippendale dancer, Ruiz shocked the world and knocked Joshua down four times to win three heavyweight belts. With summer approaching, it's time for all the dad bods out there to stand tall. Don't be afraid to sport that Andy Ruiz physique. He's a champion, and so are you. This is a great underdog story. It really great is. Great underdog guys, like story. 15 to 1 underdog, but yeah, it is hard. Respect him as you do. It is hard not to just immediately go, I can't believe that guy beat that guy, but there's more to boxing, more to fighting than just... And I, fit you are. I think we have some video down in the bottom there, if we can run a little bit of it. And, and this is just kind of to show you what I'm talking about with, with the, the two opponents, what they look like, Ruiz and Joshua. If we can run that video down at the bottom. But basically have the guy with the gut who just doesn't yeah. look like he fits in a ring for a heavyweight right. fight. It spills over his, his boxing shorts. Yeah. It's, yeah. Look, look at right here. Look, I mean, he's got, I mean, look at his right. stomach bouncing around. And he's knocking this fitness god to the ground. Yeah, Ruiz His is tough, pants too. are about to fall down, Ruiz. Uh, Ruiz uh, got knocked down, got back up. He's tough, too. Yeah. Great story. Look at him. 
the first uh, first boxer of, of Mexican American descent, Mexican descent, to hold the heavyweight championship belt. This he holds guy, all of them. What do you think? What do you think's going through his head? He can't moment? believe he lost. Look, he can't believe he lost this. to this guy. This guy is yeah. knocking him down. It's incredible. And and it this says guy, destroyer on his. He pants, holds dude, like four better. belts. He it's, he's like the unified champion, and now he's going to be rich because the rematch. The rematch would make a lot of money. Is going yeah. to make him so much it's, money. It was pretty cool. That is cool. Austin is in West Des Moines with a thought on the uh, Principal Charity Classic. Austin, what did you think of it this weekend? It was pretty cool to see Sutherland come back today with all the birdies that he had, but it was unfortunate to see Harold blow it away there at the end. Yeah, he had eight, eight, did you say eight, uh, eight shots back? So, yeah, eight shots back, and Sutherland uh, on the final nine holes, he birdied eight of the nine holes. That's incredible. And the only one he didn't, he missed a four-foot putt for birdie. Could have wow. bur- birdied all nine. Man, I was, uh, thank you for the call, Austin. I was out there yesterday. It, they really do a good job with this tournament. They, mm-hmm. they put it on well. The fans are treated well. Um, it, it's well attended. It's the favorite of the Champions Tour golfers because, for one thing, they're not used to this kind of attention that they get here. Yeah, and, I mean, and, not as, as uh, Champions Tour golfers. Yeah, and Scott Perrell didn't even actually play bad. He shot a two under 70, but it, it's hard to think going into your final round, okay, some guy's going to shoot a course record 62 to tie me. Can't leave that short. Three more inches and he wins the tournament. But, but you can't predict a guy shooting a 62 to tie you, and then you go into the playoff and Sutherland wins. But, man, what a comeback, though. Eight shots back starting the day. Biggest star there, though, John Daly. Oh, for I, sure. I, I was there on 17. You said the crowds went, oh, were just all over him. Went nuts. He limped out of his golf cart. He was not, I was a little disappointed he didn't have the heater. He, he, At that moment, he, just, he, didn't, he no. just doesn't like throw it on the green and then pick it up and keep I, it going. I thought he would. <laughs> Time for lookalikes with a local connection. Now, Tiny Ref Judges. And Kristen Cobb of West Des Moines sends this one in. And this is inspired. I'm not sure if it originated with him. I hope it did because it's so cool, so imaginative. Lil Bow Wow and Jonathan Lipnicki, the Like Mike kids, look like Kawhi Leonard, Raptor star, and Carol's Nick Nurse as (laughs) grown-ups. Look at this. Think about it for a moment. Yeah. Yeah. From there... To there, I think it might be them, Tiny Ref. Are we sure it's not them? Are we positive? That's just great. That's like a dead ringer. That is fantastic. Uh, Gary Book says Channel 13's Maria Lizignoli looks like Rose from Two and a Half Men. I don't watch uh, Two and a Half Men. I've seen a couple of so episodes. I know who this is. Yeah. Melanie Linsky, Tiny Ref. Mm, yeah, not liking nope. it. Uh-uh. Yeah. Keith, I heard what you had to say about that safety crap in baseball. Well, prepare for a big-time rebuttal next in What's Buggin' Andy. Time for another game of knockout. One has to go. Which... Do you knock out? Uh, oh, wow, this is big. Men's fashion, one has to go cargo shorts, skinny jeans, sagging jeans, or jorts. Those are known as jean shorts. Now, this is easy for me because I like cargo shorts, so those are in. Those are always in for me. And you wear shorts. them like five days Love a week. Love cargo shorts. The other ones, yeah, man, I, the sagging jeans, I, that was back in my, that's, I mean, pull your pants up over your butt. I've worn a lot of cargo shorts. I've worn a lot of jorts. I have not worn skinny jeans, but I've seen Ed Wilson rocking them. And uh, but the saggy pants, those are the worst. No one wants to see your underwear like yeah, that. That's just pull your pants up, man. Yeah. Pants on the ground. Pull them up. Pull pants them up. Pants on the ground. 
Well, as I expressed ground. in Murphy's Law, I think safety should come first. Not Andy. Toughen up, Buttercup. As baseball gets set to overreact to this latest mishap in Houston and do something crazy, let's take a look back on the long list of examples from when the world of sports freaked out about safety. It used to be that real men played the game of football. Leather helmets. Then came along the wussy face mask, and pretty soon the NFL is polluted with panty wastes like Dick Butkus, J.J. Watt, sissy. It's pretty clear the league has gone downhill ever since the end of the leather helmet. It used to be that you could go to an auto race and not have your view obstructed by all that fencing. I mean, tires could bounce up in the stands. And, well, sure, maybe this guy gets a concussion, but the guy next to him gets a really cool souvenir. It used to be that the NHL was a league full of tough guys. They didn't wear helmets. Heck, the goalies didn't wear helmets. They were tough. And then Jacques Plante comes along, for some reason decides, oh, he needs to wear a face mask. Why? I mean, good old Terry Sawchuck didn't need one. He knew we wanted to see that pretty face. I mean, which looks better? This old hockey player or this old hockey player? Quit ruining our fun and games with your worries about this safety crap. I mean, those lawn jarts were fun, and all it took was 50 or 60 accidents, and, well, the fun's all over. How about those dive sticks? Remember those? 20 years ago this month, that fun ended when the National Consumer Product Safety Commission recalled 12 million of them just because of a few impaled rectums. And now here come the calls for more of that blasted screen at the ball game. Look at it. And I can barely see the field. That screen may as well be a lead wall. All right, seriously, folks, is this a hill worth dying on? What we had last week in Houston was a mere tragedy. It shouldn't have to take a bona fide one to make us act. Do what's right, extend the screens, and be cool with it. I'm Andy Fails, and that's what's bugging me. Oh, it was great, Andy. Thank you. The pride of Carol, Nick Nurse, has his Raptors three wins from the championship. Nick's part of Who's in Your Five, plus more live calls if Sam puts you through. You notice how grumpy Sam is today? Yeah, sometimes you got to get on Sam's good side. 515-282-9010 next. Follow us on Twitter at SoundOff13. Channel 13 sports reporter Mark Freund writes, I don't care for cargo shorts, but I'll wear them if necessary. But no pockets that protrude from the actual shorts. I prefer zipper side pockets, more subtle. We're, we're taking fashion advice from Mark now. What's going on? Yeah, I, I don't know where this is going, but zipper pockets <laughs> on the side. Come on, I think my three-year-old wears those. Rob writes, depends on your generation, but I think we can all agree that no man should be wearing skinny jeans. Amen to that, right? Oh, yeah. The uh, Air BHG. Is that the uh, is that the guy that uh, worries about the uh, Iowa running backs? Running back? I think so, Getting yeah. hurt all the yeah, time? There was yeah. a bad streak for a while. There was a bad streak yeah, for a okay. while, yeah. Um, cargo shorts will go away when blue jeans go away, a.k.a. never. So also known as never. <laughs> Who's in your five? 
Nick Nurse Iowa Connections. We sometimes stretch for an Iowa connection, yeah. John. We really do. Yeah. Like uh, Gabby Douglas. Yeah. All right. Uh, she not, stopped by the state for a couple years. Yeah, not with Raptors head coach Nick Nurse. Iowa State assistant for less than a week. Very quick job. Uh, Grandview University, youngest head coach in the college game at the time, 23 years so old. So he's 23 coaching 21 and 22-year-olds. And maybe, maybe a couple of guys older. Yeah. I don't know. That's Nick over there on the left. Looks like he just came out of <laughs> choir practice. Uh, number three, Iowa Energy led the energy to their only league championship. Number two, Kemper Catholic of Carroll led Kemper to its only boys basketball title. And have to put you and I in the one spot. He's the leading yep. three-point shooter in you and I history by accuracy. Also worked as an assistant for Eldon Miller. And don't forget Nate Bjorkren. Out of Storm Lake, nurse's assistant, also coached the energy, went to BV. Uh, Bob is in Des Moines with a rebuttal to Andy's points on safety. Bob, please, what's uh, what do you have for us? Hey, guys, how you doing? Good. Hey, um, it's not really a rebuttal. It's just a uh, – I have to disagree with Andy about, uh, about the netting. Um, I was uh, – several years ago, I was sitting at an Iowa Cubs game, and uh, – batter was up there and he hit a foul uh, line drive down around the third base um, it struck a a fan in his privates um, and and uh, it was um, it was real bad they had to take him to the hospital by ambulance um, mm. we we did later find out what happened uh, one of his um, how, how can I see this on TV? Uh, testicle. Yeah. One of his testicles was laying inside of his pants, had, had busted through the skin, and the other one was pushed all the way up in, almost into his stomach. It hit him so hard. Terrible. It's horrible. Oh, man. Not laughing at this poor no. man. Just. Uh, it's horrible. <laughs> it's awful. God, it's terrible. Oh, oh my God. So sorry. Uh, face off coming up next. Oh. I'll attempt to show John's education <laughs> has a few holes in it, as you just saw. Oh, man. That. The poor guy. I feel bad for him. Feel, I really, I, him. I do feel terrible. terrible and for by him. the way, uh, just so you know, Andy was being sarcastic. Yeah, Andy wants the nets. Yeah, he wants the nets. Oh. He's being sarcastic. I I feel, just, and we, we feel bad for that guy. Okay. Of it's course. A, it's just the description was very <laughs> it was Very vivid. Very, very visceral. Just how epic is the Ruiz upset over Joshua?
Knockout, men's fashion, one had to go. Two item race, skinny jeans versus saggy jeans. And saggy jeans are out. Oh. Barely over skinny jeans. Very, very close. Pull your pants up, man. Wow. Uh, one more time, I just want to express a sincere apologies. You're not laughing at somebody who was injured no. at a ball game. It was just Bob's very descriptive talk of that. And then John and I turned into two people at church who know we shouldn't be giggling, and that makes you Six want to giggle olds. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you well, know you're not supposed to be giggling at something, it makes you want to giggle yeah. more. Certainly, so, we don't want anybody hurt in the games. Yeah, not laughing at that, just laughing at the uh, the description and the sincerity of it and the misunderstanding that Andy was being completely yeah. sarcastic. Andy so, wants the Nets. Apologies to the injured fan, though, um, and we'll move on. All right, time to bounce around some more topics. We call it Face Off. The new Waukee High School will be called Waukee Northwest. Not flashy, very simple, of course. Most people don't like it. Of course. Rival schools don't care what it's called, just as long as the Waukee Sports Empire is split up. The way Waukee is growing, we'll have Waukee Southeast, Waukee North by Northwest, and Waukee, we're almost in Nebraska. I think they're adding 500 students a year in Waukee. It's crazy. An epic national spelling bee. The final eight kids were so good, so smart, right. the judges ran out of words. So Scripps crowned eight champions. Now this sounds cool, but I want a true champ. Whip out the dictionary, just start going through every word all night. Uh, this spelling bee was getting longer than Avengers, Avengers Endgame, so they had to stop it. And spelling is hard, so John, why don't you, without looking down, yep. spell Krzyzewski? Krzyzewski. K-R-Z-Y-Z-E-W-S-K-I. Wasn't expecting that, okay. Spelling is hard. Not hard for me. I'm good. G-O-O-D. The Principal Charity Classic Pro-Am featured a group of Fred Hoiberg, John Daly, and Larry the Cable Guy, a fun group. This was Fred's first major public appearance in Central Iowa since taking the Nebraska job. Seemed like most fans still appreciate him. Fred played it just right. Get people used to the idea, but don't come out here wearing red pants, red hat, big bright ends on everything. It's a job. He's excited. Life goes on. Many people are comparing the Ruiz-Joshua fight to Mike Tyson-Buster Douglas. No. Great upset, but nowhere near Tyson-Douglas. No, no. And why? Because Anthony Joshua is not Mike no. Tyson. Mike Tyson was... Thought unbeatable, invincible. Never seen anything like the fear Tyson brought to a fight. Great underdog moment for for Ruiz, though. Ruiz. Dad bod. Over under, legendary Packer quarterbacks. Overrated, Aaron Rodgers. No one questions the talent, but many do question the leadership. Underrated, the late Bart Starr. Two-time Super Bowl MVP and still underrated somehow. All right, we have uh, it's just a complaint call. Oh, all right, I got a question. How many sports shows do you know that still have two hosts? This one. I petition Mr. Sound Off or solo host to Sound Off, ladies and gentlemen, one minute. Yeah, it's probably not going to happen. Uh, Jake and Good Fort Dodge, right welcome to the show here. We're just uh, running out of time, but Jake, go ahead. Sound Off, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man, he's on the delay. Uh, Beaverdale Billy, you'll get the final 30 seconds. Beaverdale Billy, go ahead. Yeah, I just want to comment that uh, I, I believe Hayden Fry had the greatest coaching staff ever. 
Well, he certainly is in the conversation. That the tree is tree. Been, yeah, yeah, the tree. Tree and, is really impressive. And I, I think your station is great. Well, KCCI says there, I was news leader. And I called the president up He and asked him, uh, show me your data. Well, he didn't have any data. You called President Trump? <laughs> no, the president up. <laughs> oh, I appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, that'll do it for us. We're back next week, and we hope you are too. Now... With what's up next, here's my man, Graham. Hey Murph, this week we pay tribute to Nikki Lauda, the late Formula One icon died recently at only 70 years old. We spent two days with the three-time champ who gave us a tour of his native Vienna and flew us on his plane to the Belgian Grand Prix. Plus, Lauda opened up about the crash that nearly took his life. All that's coming up next on In Depth right here on WHO Channel 13. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.